Hello, welcome to the Unit 8 study cast for South Valley Junior High Social Studies. We're getting ready for the Unit 8 test, the um, brink of the storm, the things leading up to the Civil War. And today we're going to review some of the major topics that you're going to need to know for that test coming up on Friday. All right, here we go. I'll leave a, a short pause so that you guys can think about the question a little bit and answer it on your own. And then we'll go on with the uh, answer and describe a little bit to kind of refresh your memory about how we discussed it in class. All right, one of the uh, most important people we talked about at the beginning of this unit was actually an author, and um, she's famous because of a book she wrote called Uncle Tom's Cabin. Um, President Lincoln actually met her once and said, so you're the little lady that started this big war, um, and she really changed a lot of people's opinions on what slavery was like in the South. Who was the author of Uncle Tom's Cabin? You're correct if you said Harriet Beecher Stowe. Harriet Beecher Stowe, very important author. Um, changed a lot of people's opinions about what they thought of slavery. Hey, one term we talked about um, that really has a lot of uh, local impact because it involves Kansas quite a bit. Um, when they decided to allow Nebraska and Kansas territories to decide if they wanted to be free or slave states, they used a term called, you're correct if you said popular sovereignty. Remember, popular sovereignty is basically the ability for people to vote and decide how they would be governed directly. And in this case, we talked about Nebraska and Kansas and how they wanted to be governed as far as slaves. So popular sovereignty, again, is the concept of allowing the people to decide whether or not um, they're going to be governed a certain way. Another term we talked about was having prejudice based on race. You're correct if you said racism. Racism. So racism is the uh, having prejudice based on race of some kind. We talked about the Compromise of 1850, very important as we started to expand further and further west, and the state started to uh, have that decision again on whether or not we should enter new states as free states or slave states. And we talked about three major parts of the Compromise of 1850. The first one, California is going to enter the Union as a free state. Second part, Congress passed uh, tougher fugitive slave laws, allowing people to actually go and capture their runaway slaves and bring them back down into the South into slavery. Another part of the Compromise of 1850 was that slavery was to be abolished in all, I'm sorry, slave trade was to be abolished in Washington, D.C. So those are some of the major parts of the Compromise of 1850. Um, also, the Congress said that they would not pass any new laws that said that they would try and ban slavery in any of the lands that we got with the uh, war with Mexico. So understand the Compromise of 1850. Go ahead and check your notes on those. Okay, one of the people that was running for president in 1860 was actually a senator from Illinois. Um, had a series of famous debates with Abraham Lincoln when they were both running for the uh, Senate seat for Illinois. And this person actually defeated Lincoln for that Senate seat. Who was the person from Illinois, senator, ran for president in 1860 against Abraham Lincoln? You're correct if you said Stephen Douglas, Stephen Douglas. And the series of debates they had are actually famous. They're known as the uh, Lincoln-Douglas debates. Okay, another famous person from this unit was actually an African-American slave. And he basically sued for his freedom because he had moved to a, uh, he and his owner had moved to a free state. And um, basically he was claiming that since they were in a free state, the owner did not have the ability to uh, continue to have him as a slave. And so there's a famous uh, Supreme Court case based on his case. Who is this person? 
you're correct if you said Dred Scott. Dred Scott, the famous Dred Scott case, basically said that um, he did not have civil rights because he was a slave. And um, that's um, why that case is so important, because basically at that time period, because of that Supreme Court, I'm sorry, because of that Supreme Court decision, um, basically it showed that African Americans at that time did not have any rights, um, basically, under the Constitution. Yeah, the next person was a very strong abolitionist. He believed that God had selected him to free the slaves in the South. Um, he was very influential in the fighting in Bleeding Kansas and later started a revolt at Harper's Ferry in Virginia. And um, some people actually call him kind of the lightning bolt for the, uh, the causes of the Civil War. Who was this person that was a very, very strong abolitionist and um, actually killed several people in Bleeding Kansas? You're correct if you said John Brown. John Brown, very famous case. Um, also, the person that basically started the attack on Harper's Ferry. All right, another important figure from this unit. This was a person that was a, uh, a, um, a House of Representative um, person from the uh, state of Illinois, ran for president in 1860, um, actually won the election in 1860. The southern states are outraged at the election of this individual, and um, because of that, some of them actually leave the Union. Who is this person? You are correct if you said Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln, winner of the 1860 presidential election. Another famous person from this time period. Um, he was a national hero of this time in the uh, like 1850s. Uh, was best known as an explorer. Decided to run for president in 1856. And uh, was actually the first nominee for the uh, new uh, Republican Party. And um, did actually lose the election, but was a very, very famous explorer. And this individual was John C. Fremont. John C. Fremont. People also called him the Pathfinder. All right, what is the first southern state to actually break away or secede from the Union once Lincoln is elected? The first southern state? You are correct if you said South Carolina. South Carolina is the first southern state to break away from the rest of the Union. We talked a little bit about the election process. And uh, one important term, one term that we actually use quite a bit today as well, is what do we call the list of beliefs and statements that a political party has when they basically list how they feel about each issue? That is known as a, you're correct if you said platform, platform. So a platform is a list of statements and beliefs held by a particular political party. Okay, once the southern states do break away and secede from the rest of the Union, they do form their own country called the Confederate States of America, and they do elect a president. Who was the president of the newly formed Confederate States of America? You're correct if you said Jefferson Davis. Jefferson Davis. Okay, during the uh, historic Dred Scott case we talked about a little bit earlier in the study cast, who was the uh, chief justice of the Supreme Court at that time? Basically making the rule, uh, or the ruling, that African Americans were not considered American citizens at that time. Who was the Chief Justice? You're correct if you said Roger Taney. Roger Taney was the Chief Justice at that time. Okay, getting back to the election of 1856, this is the one where John C. Fremont was running. Who was the Democratic nominee for president in 1856, actually won the election, and became the 15th president of the United States? 
you're correct if you said James Buchanan. James Buchanan won the 1856 election. He was a Democrat and actually uh, became the 15th president of the United States. Okay, what is the name of the legislation that allowed people in the Nebraska and Kansas territories to vote to decide if they wanted to be free or slave? What is the actual law that allowed that to happen? You're correct if you said the Kansas-Nebraska Act. The Kansas-Nebraska Act. Now, popular sovereignty is the concept that allows people to vote on how they want to be governed, and that's also tied into the Kansas-Nebraska Act. But the official law is called the Kansas-Nebraska Act. That's what allows people in those two territories to vote if they want to be a free state or a slave state. Okay, another legislative law. This allowed slave catchers to go to the north and arrest African Americans that they suspected were runaway slaves and then have them return to the south to their owners. This was also part of the 1850 Compromise. You're correct if you said the Fugitive Slave Act. The Fugitive Slave Act allowed slave catchers to basically capture African Americans and then bring them back down to the south into slavery. Another piece of legislation, this was a proposed law to outlaw slavery in any of the land that we obtained through the Mexican War. It was not actually passed, it actually passed through half of Congress, but not totally through Congress. You're correct if you said the Wilmot Provisio, the Wilmot Provisio, that would have banned slavery in any of the land that we just got from the war with Mexico. All right, another individual from this chapter, very uh, important locally, um, this person is a senator from Kentucky. Um, his idea for the Compromise of 1850 allows California to enter the Union without causing a civil war. Um, he's also very important in the creation of the Missouri Compromise. And locally, he's the person that our county is named after. You're correct if you said Henry Clay. Henry Clay, one of the masterminds behind the Compromise of 1850. Okay, we mentioned this a little bit early in the study cast, but when the southern states broke away from the Union, what name was given to their newly formed country? What was the official name of this new country that was created when the southern states broke away? You're correct if you said the Confederate States of America. Confederate States of America. In the last major concept, we talked about how a political party was actually formed when there were quite a few people that wanted to make sure that as we expanded west, we did not have states that became slave states. And the political party that's formed with this major purpose of ending slavery in the United States was called the, you're correct if you said the Free Soil Party, Free Soil Party. And that's kind of important because it shows just how strong people had feelings for the, uh, the slave movement or the anti-slavery movement. All right, well, those are some of the major topics that you're going to need to know for the upcoming Unit A test. Good luck, and as always, if you have any questions, you can always stop by the classroom in between class or before school. Um, just go ahead and do that ahead of time so that you can get those things straightened out. And uh, you can also email me if you have any questions. Uh, good luck on the Unit 8 test. Bye.